The Mike Wagner Show is powered by Sonic Web Studios. Hi, this is Mia Mosenzel, also known as Mia No Time for Love. Check out my latest book, Missing, available in print and ebook formats on Amazon. It's now time for the Mike Wagner Show, powered by Sonic Web Studios and sponsored by international award-winning author Mia Mosenzia of Missing. The Mike Wagner Show can be heard on over 40 podcast platforms, as well as HamiltonRadio.net, Diamonds FM, and TheMikeWagnerShow.com. We can be heard in over 100 countries, featuring over 1,000 well-known and amazing guests throughout the globe, and named one of the top 100 global podcasts in the New York Weekly Times, Hollywood Entertainment News, Los Angeles Weekly Times, Apple, and Chartable. So sit back and relax and enjoy another great episode of the award-winning Mike Wagner Show. Hey everybody, it's Mike from Mike Wagner Show, powered by Sonic Web Studios. Visit online at sonicwebstudios.com for all your needs. Look at a professional website without breaking your budget. Sonic Web Studios is the answer. Sonic Web Studios offers fast, affordable custom web designs at below the competition way. Call today, 1-800-303-3960. That's 1-800-303-3960. Or email to support at sonicwebstudios.com. Mention Mike Wagner Show, get 20% off your first project. Sonic Web Studios, take your image to the next level. Also, time to give official shout-out to our official sponsor of the Mike Wagner Show, international warring author Mia Mosenzia. If you love fast-paced mysteries, you'll love Missing by Mia Mosenzia, available on Amazon paperback and ebook. Missing is fast-paced and intriguing with an unforgettable twist. Takes place in four countries, two strangers, one target. Her truth is an illusion, and those who love her beat her first go missing. It's available on Amazon and paperback and ebook. Missing by Mia Mosenzia has garnered great reviews, and Evil Evan enjoys by Howard's lovers, including Joanna Cassie, Forge Riley, and Manales. So grab your copy today for Ghost Missing by Mia Mosenzia. Available on Amazon. Also, check out the Mike Widener Show at themikewidenershow.com. There are 40 podcast platforms heard in 100 countries, including Facebook, SoundCloud, Spreaker, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Also, Anchor FM, iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, Audible, Apple Music. Also heard in over uh, 100 countries. Also on HamiltonRadio.net, Diamonds FM, Oldies Radio, and a few networks coming soon. Take the Mike Widener Show with you on any mobile device. Subscribe to the Mike Widener Show on the YouTube channel. Follow the Mike Widener Show on Instagram and Twitter and TikTok today. And for great gift ideas, go to Amazon.com and check out the Mike Widener Show podcast. T-shirts, pop sockets, throw pillows, tote bags, hoodies, baseball gear makes great gifts 24-7. Go to Amazon.com and check out the Mike Widener Show podcast. And for more great gift ideas, go to Amazon.com slash MiaMelsonZM for great books like Missing, Once, and Wrinkles. Also T-shirts, pop sockets, hoodies, phone cases, and more. Amazon.com slash MiaMelsonZM. Check it out today. I'll support the Mike Widener Show on Anchor FM, PayPal, and the themikewidenershow.com. Make sure you do so today. We're here with the terrific gentleman who's an actor comedian from the Sacramento area known as Panish the Maniac. And he's also sang with uh, Primo, Ava, and served as a music director for um, Sacramento Theater. And he also uh, composed um, a number of uh, serial pieces uh, with the Jack String Quartet in Washington, D.C. He is also has a new podcast featuring various guests called Host of uh, Fumble Podcast. And he's also represented by 99, you know, you know, taught by David Thompson. We had him on the show, and this guy is just amazing as well. He's going to show off a little bit of stuff for us and uh, why he's a maniac. So live, ladies and gentlemen, from the Plus Studios in beautiful downtown Sacramento, the actor-comedian from Sacramento, best known as Paige the Maniac. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got the multi-talented 
Pejman Amari, best known as Pej. Pej, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me, man. What an intro. I appreciate it. Uh, I uh, I can put on my maniac hat, maniac hat at any point. So just let me know. <laughs> I, uh, Wait. I, uh, <laughs> well, you know, so you can just so right now, it's just like, as long as you have to run and get it, you can just put it on like this, you know, use imagination and feel <laughs> free to do so. So uh, you're basically an actor comedian from Sacramento known as Pageant Maniac. You, you sang with Primo, Ava, and also served as music director for um, the Sacramento uh, Theater. And also, um, you composed, um, a, a, a serial piece with the Jack String Quartet in Washington, D.C. You have a new podcast featuring various guests called Fumble Podcast. And you also been represented by Nine Nine featuring David Thompson. And, um, you're here to talk about your podcast, some of your works and everything else. And, sure. um, you know, just you being a comedian, if you want to, you know, put on a little comedy show before you get into all that, Pesh, tell us how you first got started. Absolutely. So I, um, I've always loved comedy my entire life. I've always been the goofball in the family uh, <laughs> to an annoying level. Sometimes they, uh, they, <laughs> they usually, and, and other comics, uh, they can, they can empathize with that because it was, uh, you know, that's where we usually first get our uh, uh, first taste. I, I really grew up um, just when I moved to America at the age of eight, uh, which by the way, <laughs> I, I, I was born in Iran um and i uh till the age of 7 or 8 i was going to school over there and it was an all boys school um and 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 as soon as i realized that in america the the uh schools are mixed there there's boys and girls i was like first ticket out of iran <laughs> i left <laughs> i had to go, i had to get here and and um no I'll, I'll, i'm just kidding but my my parents um yeah, they weren't, they weren't raised in the, in the Muslim religion, which is the dominant religion in Iran. Um, so, uh, due to that, there was some hardship. They, they both went through some hardship as far as, uh, sustaining their businesses and, and also being able to just live a free life in that country. So as a result, you know, we decided to leave, um, in 94, we actually left Iran and we came and we ended up in America. We had three choices. My my parents had signed up for three different countries for visa for for uh, refugee status, um, and uh, it was uh, it was Australia, Canada, and then the third choice was actually America. Which at the time, uh, the uh, the borders were actually very tight in uh, America. Speaking about America, B Bill Clinton was the president, if we all remember, uh, at the time, and and he. Uh, and all of a sudden, we get a call from the the uh, the embassy saying, "Hey, America has opened its doors. You can go now, but you have to act quick." And my parents were like, "Absolutely, let's go." And, <laughs> and, and uh, before you knew it, we were here, and uh, I actually moved uh, to Maryland, the state of Maryland, and I, I that's when I really started to entrench myself into the uh, comedy world, and and. Um, uh, for those who remember the uh, the show In Living Color. Back I remember that. Yes, that's a classic. Drew Carey, the Wayne Brothers and all that. Yes, yes. yes Jim, Jim Carey, yeah. Jim Carey, and, and uh, he was uh, actually one of my early uh, influences as far as his physical prowess and how, how much he was able to give on each performance. Um, Fireman Marshall was a great one. You know, he was, uh, it was one of his famous characters. Uh, Jamie Foxx, though, more specifically, uh, multi-talented, uh, artist he is. And, and I started to really gravitate towards him. Um, I just started to really see 
uh, myself in Jamie Foxx. I, you know, and I'm not gloating about my talents, but I'm just saying that Jamie Foxx uh, was a great musician, which was my first uh, entrance into the entertainment industry. I was a vocalist singer. He was the singer. Uh, he was a funny man with physical and verbal comedy that was genius. I, I thought I had that to a degree. I was a goofball all the time. <laughs> uh, he he could do drama. He could play dramatic roles and he would he would kill it. I mean, one of his greatest works was playing Ray, Ray Charles, you know. And, oh, and, I remember that. That's where he won the uh, Emmys the, or uh, Oscars, Oscars or whatever yeah. it is. Yes. Oh, that was fantastic. And he sounded like Ray Charles, actually. Absolutely. He was he he was. Um, I mean, it, he deserved that. I think he he earned that and deserved that Oscar. Uh, it was a it was a magnificent performance to recreate himself as as uh, uh, Ray Charles. By the way, in the making of that film, he he asked to have his sh uh, eyes taped shut so that he couldn't see, just to really feel what it felt like to be Ray Charles, which is to me like you know the that that is the measure he you know kept himself at. So anyway, you know, he was very uh, influential to me from a young age, still is today. And the fact that he could do that role and then be a, a comedic genius also doing stand-up, which I also do, um, and, and also being a great musician. You know, he's had, he's had many uh, number one hits on radio. Um, but yeah, so those two, I would say, uh, were my childhood heroes growing up, Jim Carrey and Jamie Foxx, Robin Williams also, um, rest in peace. And, and then the older I got, man, um, I just, I never pursued comedy as a career, as a professional career. Uh, I was really entrenched into music, which we can get into. Uh, and I still love music. But as far as, uh, uh, comedy, I, I was 33 years old, three years ago. I just woke up one morning and I was like, I need to do that. That it just made it. I can't explain it, but it was so clear. I'm sure you've had those moments when you just, when you wake up and you have absolute clarity with what you need to do with your life. Mm -hmm. we, we've had this before. It's like, a, it's like a, a precise moment that influenced you or you had a vision, and everything. You keep going back to bed. Something wakes you up. I understand that. Yes. So yeah, exactly. And that's what happened. And at that, at that, since that morning, I believe it was a Thursday morning. Um, I woke up. I was like, I got to be funny. Like I love doing. With the family, I can do that as, as a professional. And that was the beginning of my, uh, comedy career as far as stand up is concerned. Uh, I st started, I, I always had the strength in acting and, and theater work because I grew up in music and, and musicals and, and, uh, that kind of pulls from, you know, not just, uh, music skills, but you need acting skills. So it was a great, uh, way for me to develop both those, both of those sides. But now the comedy career, as far as stand-up, was more new for me. So that was something I've been working at. And um, as of last December, I did my first stand-up, and um, I haven't stopped since. And I'm actually going tonight. Uh, there's a bunch of open mics here in Sacramento area, which I love to go to. And I've, I've, I've entrenched myself in that comedy community, It's and I'm learning every day, which is the, the biggest win for me, the journey of, of getting myself to where I want to be. And, and and Coach Thompson has been teaching me so much, right? Coach David Thompson, which we both know, he's a great, uh, he's an actor himself. Um, he's a painter. He 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 drew as uh, that was his first entrance into uh, art. But um, yeah, I I've, I've been learning every day, and I don't think I'm ever going to stop learning because I think that's the point. Uh, that's amazing too. And uh, who are some other favorite stand-ups uh, growing up? Growing up, stand-up comedy comedians. Um, I really like Mitch Hedberg. 
Mitch Hedberg was a great uh, influence to me as well, just because of uh, the way he just he would do twenty five unrelated jokes. But, oh wow! You know he um, he was able to just do observation uh, at a at a very high level. Um, I thought he was great. Uh, also gone too soon. Um, one of my current uh, comedians that I really look up to is Sebastian Maniscalco. Uh, he's born in Chicago. He's an Italian Sicilian uh, uh, comic, and his his storytelling and, and that's what I do a lot of uh, on on stage. I do a lot of storytelling, and I'm very animated. But um, to really like when I see Sebastian Maniscalco on stage, it really I, I just it makes sense to me, like at every point of his act. So I could, I would tell you, like uh, those two that come to my head right now. Of course, there's millions. Robin Williams is great at his animation on stage, um, and and more so the type of people they were, you know, off stage. That was really uh, what really influenced me. So uh, hmm. yeah, those are the guys. How, how, how so they influence you backstage? You uh, you mentioned that. Yeah, off stage they would. I, I the the type of human beings they were. And, and, and I mean, Robin Williams to me, uh, I mean, he's, ha he's been in, in front of Congress talking about, you know, helping the homeless. He's always thinking of giving back, right? He was always, uh, he never got caught up in the fame. I, I, and, and, and I think that's a huge lesson for me. Like he never lost his humanity. He, he was always in touch with, with giving love, you know, giving, uh, uh, he was passionate about helping others. Um, and, and I think that's something I, I hope I can be even close to Robin as far as, you know, the type of human being he was. And he was always sweet to everybody. I've never heard one story of Robin Williams being a jerk to anyone. So, you know, and that's, that goes a long way, you know, and that's mm -hmm. why he was, that's why he was loved by so many people. Chris Farley was another one like that, you know, mm -hmm. I remember him. Yes. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, they're great. They're great uh, influences on me. But um, I would honestly tell you my in, – in the overarching umbrella of just entertainment, my biggest, absolute biggest influence uh, that got me into the uh, – to take entertainment seriously from my music days was Freddie Mercury. Oh yes, uh, yeah, good old, uh, good old Freddie from Queen. I remember um, you listened to him when uh, when that when he was with Queen came out in '73. I said this guy was something special. Absolutely, absolutely. And um, again, you know, he was more than just an artist. I feel he had so much more to him. Um, I feel like he had he he died uh, very young, of course, to uh, to the uh, AIDS pandemic that took over the nation in the '80s. Um, and, or the world, I should say. But, um, I feel like he had 150 years of knowledge and wisdom within him, you know, and, and he was just so vibrant. Um, and I just connected with him from the beginning, you know, Queen, uh, it really got me into rock and roll. I really, uh, and then I, that's when I got into the band Prima that you mentioned. Um, and, you know, we toured in, in the 2008 through 2010 out here in Sacramento area. And um, I think my favorite thing about Prima was the fact that uh, all five of us from diff were from different backgrounds. Uh, huh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I was the Persian kid, uh, lead singer. And then we had uh, Tyler, who was our rhythm guitarist and singer, too. So he had songs he would lead on. Our lead guitarist was half Japanese, half Irish. 
Our bass player was Mexican. Our drummer was African American. And it was just a beautiful mesh, uh, of these, uh, diverse group of people. And I love them all dearly. We went on hiatus, obviously. We all got married. That was, uh, one of our <laughs> challenges. <laughs> Don't fall in the business. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. So, you know, but it was cool while it lasted. Uh, I'll never, you know, forget that. It was a really good time. I was young. I was in my early twenties. Um, but it was amazing, you know, and, and then I finished college at UC Davis and, and my last quarter was, uh, as you said, in Washington, DC. And when that's when I composed my serial piece for the Jack string quartet, um, and that was an experience too. Three months, by the way, writing a string quartet for the first time and only having three months to do it is like telling me to run a mile in 30 seconds. It's, wow, yeah. that is something. You know, some let, let's talk about your Jack String Quartet experience along with uh, Moran Prima, Ava, and Moran being a, a, a music director at Second Mile Theater. But first, listen to the Mike Widener Show at the themikewidenershow.com, powered by SoundCloud Studios. Visit online at soundcloudstudios.com for all your needs. Look at a professional website without breaking your budget. SoundCloud Studios is the answer. SoundCloud Studios offers fast, affordable custom web designs at below the competition way. Call today, 1-800-303-3960. That's 1-800-303-3960 or email to support at soundwebstudios.com. Mention the Mike Wagner Show. Get 20% off your first project. Sonic Web Studios. Take your image to the next level. Also, time to give an official shout-out to our official sponsor, the Mike Wagner Show, international warring author, Mia Mosenzia. If you love fast-paced mysteries, you'll love Missing by Mia Mosenzia. Available on Amazon, paperback, and ebook. Missing is fast-paced and intriguing with an unforgettable twist. Takes place in four countries. Two strangers, one target. Where truth is illusion and those you love will be the first go missing. It's available on Amazon in paperback and ebook. Missing by Mia Molson has garnered great reviews. In Eve 11 endorsed by Howard celebrities, including Joanna Cassie, Forge Riley, and Minnells. So grab your copy today. Four goes missing by Mia Molson Available on Amazon. Also, check out the Mike Weiner Show at themikewidenershow.com on over 40 podcast platforms heard in over 100 countries, including HamiltonRadio.net, Diamonds FM, Oldies Radio, and more. Take us with you on any mobile device. Subscribe to the Mike Weidner Show on the YouTube channel. Follow the Mike Weidner Show on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok today. For great gift ideas, go to Amazon.com and check out the Mike Weidner Show podcast. And for more great gift ideas, go to Amazon.com slash Mia for great books, merchandise, and more. I'll support the Mike Widener Show on Anchor FM, PayPal, and themikewidenershow.com. Make sure you do so today. We're here with the amazing actor, comedian, and also a musical genius from Sacramento, best known as Paj the Maniac, Pageman Amadi here on the Mike Widener Show, best known as Paj. And um, we talked about his uh, comedy career, which is um, on the verge of taking off, and uh, get a bit more into that. And um, you also sang with Prima as well, too, and uh, Ava, and you served as music director with um, the Sacramento Theater and uh, being um, composing serial piece with the Jack String Quartet. So what was that? Was that considered like um, a, the final thesis or like a final exam, um, you know, prior to... Um, you know, graduating from UC Davis. So was that presented or was it more of a choice given to you? No, no, it was, it was, um, <clears throat> I, I, so I majored my, my bachelor was in music, uh, focusing on theory. And one of the requirements was to compose a piece. Um, and it was a study abroad program. It's called the UCDC program in Washington, DC. And, um, uh, our professor was from UC San Diego. Uh, so, uh, and he was, a, he, oh my God, he was a great, uh, music director himself. And, um, yeah, he gave us three months. He said, we're, we're, we're writing, uh, 
uh, pieces for the string quartet. It didn't have to be a serial piece. I decided to do a serial piece. Um, and uh, basically, day in and day out, I was uh, writing and editing, writing and editing, learning a software, uh, Sibelius, which is what we use to to compose the pieces. And um, uh, constant review. Con- it, it was a. It was definitely. Uh, I, I want to say it was a sprint because um, any composer can tell you that uh, to really write a piece that is uh, half decent or half represent, you know, uh, presentable, you need more than three months. Uh, but but we had three months and it was a project and it was um, I made the most of it. And and the fact that the, you know, the amazing uh, multi-talented string quartet, uh, the Jack string quartet, uh, who are based out of New York, uh, were sweet enough and kind enough to play our pieces was such an honor. Um, but yeah, my piece was called Play on Words. Play on Words. That's interesting. Yeah, it was called Play on Words and it was a poem that I had written and I literally created a, a formula to convert the alphabet of that poem into musical notes. And so what it, what ended up happening is I had to assign uh, specific, uh, note values and also pitch values to, to each, um, uh, letter. And, and what came out of it, it, it actually ended up sounding pretty, uh, good if I could say so myself, as far as it making sense. It was called a serial piece. And for those who don't know, serial pieces don't, uh, make sense to the naked ear at first. It's not a, uh, it's not, I mean, for lack of a better term, it's not comparable to like pop music that that is very uh, obvious in in sections. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was not uh, there was not an intro. Uh, it, it doesn't have like an intro, a verse, a chorus, a verse, a bridge. It, it, it's not set up like that. Um, the patterns are more uh, uh, serial based. It's it's more on a mathematical equation, which basically is what I created to to uh, compose this piece. But yeah, it was an amazing experience. They performed my piece, um, and there is a recording, I believe, in the UC Davis uh, archives somewhere. Nice. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that was that was um, 2012, uh, and actually, I got into teaching music uh, right out of that. Uh, I started teaching music right right after I graduated, and I actually stayed in the Washington D.C. area for about a year and a half. Um, until I brought that teaching experience back to California and Sacramento. And uh, I continued teaching since then up until now. I still teach. That's my day job, if you call it, which is mm-hmm. a great, great job to have. I can't complain because, um, you know, it's, it's still something I love to do. Obviously, comedy and acting is my uh, now and future, and I'm building that. Um, but, yeah, I, in a perfect world, I want to I combine the three, you know. Uh, <laughs> you mean a comedy routine while you're teaching? That'd be something. <laughs> <laughs> well, meaning like combining music with my comedy and acting, you know, because like I always another comic that's also a musician that I look up to is Adam Sandler. Oh, yes. One of my favorites. Yes. Happy Gilmore. That's a classic. <laughs> Absolutely. But, you know, if you've seen his stand up routines, he's he's usually playing music. He has a lot of comedy albums where he's singing um playing you know and his obviously his lyrics are comical uh he's got the uh eight days of hanukkah song which is very popular um but anyway it's it's uh you know i'd love to and there are many many artists one of my friends actually uh jr de guzman he's he's starting to really uh get big now uh, and he's touring the states uh with his comedy and he's he 
he was in my uh, class, one of my classes at UC Davis. Um, we were in gospel choir together. And uh, what's funny is I didn't know he w- he had such a great comedy touch until I just rediscovered him in the comedy world. And I'm like, wow. And he's doing great. He has uh, He's on Netflix now as well. And he's, he's doing really well. And I'm happy for him. Um, but yeah, he has the guitar and he's always playing. Um, and, and he's doing great. And, and uh, I wish him the best. And but yeah, um, I haven't introduced my musical uh, skills onto my comedy work yet. I'm really focusing on uh, really getting comf- a comfortable lane in my uh, comedy style. Uh, so once I get that down, then I can start bringing it in. And you've also been the uh, music director at uh, Sacramento Theater as well, too. And uh, tell us a bit about that. Yeah, uh, yeah. I use I was working with Sacramento Theater Company in uh, 2016 to 2000. Uh, 18, I believe right before the pandemic hit, um, we were, uh, I was directing some musicals for, for children, uh, in elementary school and middle school. Uh, I directed some Disney, uh, productions, uh, Beauty and the Beast, uh, uh, on Broadway for juniors and then also Lion King for juniors. Um, and that was a fun experience. Uh, I since, um, aside from my private one-on-one lessons that I teach, uh, uh, daily here, um, I became the musical director at a private school also since then. And I've been teaching, I've been working with them. Um, and, and that school is here in Sacramento and, uh, it's a good, it's a great experience. They're, uh, they're a lovely, uh, staff and they're very, um, they're very flexible with me because they know I have, a, I wear a lot of hats. So, <laughs> <laughs> but I love it, man. It's, it's, um, I've kind of created this world for myself and, Honestly, um, I wouldn't have it any other way because the, my uh, my parents, you know, took a big risk leaving Iran uh, for a chance for their two kids, my sister and I, uh, to to have a chance at, at at our goals and our dreams and the education. I you know I got my education with UC Davis, uh, but but now I, I'm t- I'm able to pursue these dreams uh, because you know my parents are, are were musicians too, uh, but they never really were able to pursue that um, given the circumstances. Um, so, you know, I, I, I see it as, as me taking what, uh, they gave me genetically and, and taking it, uh, to the distance, you know, and wherever that takes me, that takes me because I, I love the journey. One of my heroes is Kobe Bryant. And he always says the dream is in the journey, not their destination. And that's a, that's a huge lesson that I keep with me every day. Mm-hmm. And that certainly is true as well, too. You also have a podcast that you also got going as well. And uh, we'll talk about that in just one minute. You listen to the Mike Widener show at the Mike show.com powered by Soundwave Studios. Visit online at soundwavestudios.com for all your needs. Also brought to you by our official sponsor, the Mike Widener show, international warring author, Mia Molson's The Missing, available on Amazon paperback and ebook. We'll be back with the multi-talented actor, comedian, and uh, musical genius, Pajaman Amani, best known as Pajamaniac, The Mike Wagner Show is powered by Sonic Web Studios. If you're looking to start or upgrade your online presence, visit www.sonicwebstudios.com for all of your online needs. Call 1-800-303-3960 or visit us online at www.sonicwebstudios.com to get started today. Mention The Mike Wagner Show and get 20% off your project. Sonic Web Studios. Take your image to the next level. Hey everybody, my name is Forbes Riley and I'm an American actress and a TV host. And I was delighted when I got my copy of Missing, which is Extraordinary Relation of Ordinary People based on a real life relationship. 
it's just, it's well written. It's amazing. You know, it talks about a man who has lost his wife and his daughter, and it's very well done. I'm going to highly recommend that you go get your copy of Missing. It is a powerful, exciting read. Mr. Mian Moshe Zia. He is the author of Missing. And I want to give a big shout out and a kiss all the way halfway around the world to my dear friend. Check him out at Mia's website. It's called www.miamotionzea.com. Missing, available on Amazon. Again, I'm Forbes Riley, and I will see you again soon. Bye-bye. Hey, hey, this is Ray Powers, and boy, are you in luck. Right place, right time. Tuned in to The Mike Wagner Show. You heard me. We're back with uh, Pajman Amani, best known as Pajmaniac here on the Mike Wagner Show. We talked about some of his um, acting chops, comedian chops, and also, you know, some music as well, too. And you also host a podcast called The Fumble Podcast. It's P-H-U-M-B-L-E. A little bit of play on words. And uh, tell us more about that one. Yeah, that was uh, that was interesting. That was actually the inception of uh, what I said earlier at 33 when I just I needed to to pursue comedy and and pursue acting as as my career uh, um, until I retire from all, all types of work. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, I wanted a podcast. I I had an idea for it. Um, the name Fumble actually came to me uh, just like uh, other creators and creative people. Um, it came to me in the middle of the night as I was, uh, dead asleep. <laughs> and it, I woke up at like 3 a.m. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. Uh, I love sports. I love, I want it to be something that is a play on that, but also it incorporates, uh, music. Um, there's a song out uh, called Be Humble, uh, B-E Humble. It's a, and, 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 I'm always uh, working on staying grounded as much as possible. And in, in a crazy way, I was like, well, fumble is a, is a no, no in football. <laughs> you don't want to, unless you're playing for the Detroit Lions or Cincinnati Bengals, you know, I shouldn't say the Bengals, you know, they all, all won Super Bowl, but the Lions or some of the other bad teams, that sounds like common to them. hundred <laughs> percent. I'm a Washington fan, which, uh, we're called the commanders now for some reason, but, uh, <laughs> it's, um, uh, formerly known as the Redskins and they changed their name, uh, rightfully so. But, uh, I know about bad teams is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> so yes, fumbles. I've seen a lot of them with, uh, being a fan of that team. Uh, and they fumble not only on the field, but off the field as well. Um, yeah, so I was like, fumble, that's cool. Let me respell that with incorporating my uh, my name. So what I did was like, okay, well, my name is Pej. Why don't I lowercase that P to show humility? Uh, and then I capitalized the H. And so that's why it reads fumble with a capital H. And and the P is lowercase. Oh, I see. So it's just like like a pH balance. That's how I see it. It's almost like a pH balance. Yes, I think I'm getting it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. So fumble podcast, and of course, I had one of my close friends on for episode one, which was back in February of 21, and I haven't stopped since. And I've had a lot of mentors talk to me about you know how to edit it and improve it, and and I loved it. 
Um, and I, I, I don't plan on stopping it. And it's based on purity. It's based on learning. It's based on togetherness and bringing in all walks of life. And of course, comedic relief here and there. Uh, because, um, I've had all walks of life literally on that, on this podcast. I've had, uh, people who've been incarcerated, who've been released from prison and they share their experience on the episode. I've had, um, I've had, uh, people who were, who were on suicide watch have come on and talked about their experience surviving that people who were, who had addiction issues, people who are just actors, people who are comics, people who are just entrepreneurs. Um, there's no limit. And of course, females, males, uh, all, any, anybody is welcome on my show. Um, if I'm interested in learning or, and if I, if I, more importantly, if I see that there's an audience that can learn from their experience, I'd love to have them on. Mm, that sounds really interesting. Almost like a, a chip off of, um, I've, I've heard some of those too. That's really nice. Almost like a variety show in a sense. Sure. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's like my own daytime podcast show that uh, i came up with um and and the best thing about it is it really improves my uh, uh hosting skills which uh translates onto my other uh elements of my career so mm-hmm. that's really interesting you're doing a great job of it, by the way Pej. and uh, where can we find your podcast and all your works at absolutely my uh fama podcast uh look it up on youtube it's on youtube it's also anchor.fm forward slash Fumble Podcast. Again, that's P-H-U-M-B-L-E Podcast, one word. Um, uh, uh, my socials uh, also link to to all of that, and it's Pej the Maniac on all social media, Instagram, Twitter, uh, TikTok. I'm on Fanbase, uh, uh, Snapchat even. And, and um, yeah, you can find uh, Fumble Podcast social media as well on, on all of those same uh, social medias, Instagram, TikTok, uh, Twitter and, uh, YouTube, of course, is, and, and of course, I have video on, uh, YouTube of the podcast as well as Spotify. So those are the two places you can, uh, view the episodes, uh, and you can listen to the episode on all other podcast platforms. So we certainly check that out. And we're going to get with the amazing, uh, Pej Maniac, uh, Pej Hamadi here on the Mike Whitener show. And, um, you know, just a couple more things. We'd love to have you back as we continue watch your career grow and everything else. Like to see you do more stand up comedy and, um, you know, get on some of the networks as well, too. And, uh, have you thought about America's Got Talent or, um, American Idol or anything like that? America's Got Talent's always looking for comedians. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Uh, one of the Sacramento comics, actually, uh, Mikey Winfield is on America's Got Talent right now. And, um, uh, I'm lucky enough to, to, to know him. Um, and, uh, yeah, I have thought about it. I, I, uh, from my musical side, I was on the, I, I, I tried out for the voice, uh, twice. And, um, but, uh, I'm, I'm working on, working my way on to, Amer- uh, potentially getting on to those, uh, shows. Um, I've always been an entrepreneur, uh, at heart as far as, um, the business side of all of these, uh, ventures that I'm pursuing. And, um, I love to put, uh, Sacramento on the map even more as far as, uh, the comedy scene is concerned. Um, there were so many talented comedians that come from Sacramento. Uh, and my goal, uh, my immediate goal right now is to put on my own show for a comedy show, uh, with a few friends from the comedy world here. Um, and so stay tuned for that because I will be advertising that on my, uh, uh, on my channels. Um, and, uh, yeah, man, America's got talent is great. Uh, it's a great way to get our names out there. Um, 
I'm looking. I'm working on on building enough material to have a one hour special as far as a com- uh, my comedy work. So that's uh, that's in the works. I'm about 25 minutes. Uh, I got that solid material for 25 minutes of uh, consistent uh, good uh, jokes that I've had a good response to. Luckily, so that sounds amazing too. We're looking forward to it as well too. And uh, what else can we expect me in 2022 and beyond, Hesh? 2022, I'm looking to grow my channels. I do more, um, I'm working on uh, collaborative work with other uh, comedians and actors who are interested in sketch and satire comedy. I, I've already worked with a few. One is Brace Nettles. The other one is Stephanie Ross. They're two comedians out here. Um, I've had uh, Kendrick Williams, another uh, comic from this area, and Nelson Powell. Um, uh, all hilarious comics that have, have featured on my channels, uh, as far as my sketch comedy. Again, it's Pej the Maniac on TikTok and, and Instagram, uh, fan base, uh, and they're all on YouTube as well. So you can find, uh, those videos on there. Um, and I'm looking to grow those, that audience. So follow me, please. Whoever is listening to this show, give me a follow. It'll help me a lot. Uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel. Um, trying to, uh, get to a good number of followers and subscribers by the end of 2022. Um, and hopefully, uh, and I'm working at it, uh, land my first role in a, in a show or a film, uh, from my uh, auditions, from my acting side as well. So. Certainly looking forward to it. Sounds like you got a great star, page. And who do you consider your biggest influence in your career? Biggest in- influence, honestly, it has to be Freddie Mercury. I-, I keep going back to him because he was, um, he really gave me the freedom to pursue this being a, uh, Persian, uh, artist like my, like he, he was, um, and, and entering the Western countries, uh, and, and, you know, uh, showing that, uh, Per, uh, you know, being, being a, a kid from the Middle East, um, uh, although he was, you know, raised in Zanzibar, which is now known as Tanzania, but he was, uh, he was ancestrally, he was Persian, but he went to England and London, uh, and, and I came here to America. Uh, so I would always, always say Freddie Mercury really showed me that anything is possible. And, 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 and the only thing stopping us is, is ourselves. So I've, I've been really working on just breaking all those walls down. And that's very true. You're doing a great job of it. And what's the best advice you can give to anybody at this point? The best advice is don't overthink any move you want to make. You overthink it and you will stop yourself from doing it. I guarantee it because I've done it. So don't overthink. As soon as you feel good about a project or a creative outlet, just do it. Just start. The first step is just start. And honestly, my first step sometimes is just get up and go walk outside and, and it helps my mind clear. And then I, and I build on it, write things down, create a vision board. These are, these are great ways. Uh, in order to stand out, you have to do things that most aren't willing to do. And that is put pen to paper or, or with technology today, you can just turn on your phone and record your ideas. It's a great way to get it out there. And, and go in the communities. There's easy ways to find the communities you're interested in and, and it, you, and see how imme- immediately it motivates you to, to continue building on that. 
That's really interesting. I like that idea of not overthinking. So don't you do it, people, either, okay? So <laughs> we're here with Pejmaniac, Pejman, Amadi, here on the Mike Wagner Show, actor, comedian, and um, music extraordinaire from Sacramento. Pejma, very big thank you for your time. You've been absolutely fantastic. Looking forward to having you soon. Make sure you keep us up to date. Keep in touch. Live have you back. And um, once again, tell us about your upcoming projects, what's your website, how do people contact, or can people um, check out your works and check out your podcast? Absolutely. Thank you for having me on. First of all, Mike Wagner, I love your show. I love you, the, the format. Um, I'm, I'm taking notes as, as I'm a guest. I'm taking notes for my own podcast. It's a great way, uh, great idea with, with how you, uh, pace everything. Very good. Uh, and it was an honor to be on here. You can find me, uh, my link tree is on my, uh, uh on, on my social medias, but it's, uh, link, link tree, uh, uh, forward slash Pej the Maniac, P-E-J. T-H-E-M-A-N-I-A-C. We will certainly check that out. Once again, Pesha, very big thank you for your time. You've been absolutely amazing. Looking forward to having you soon. Make sure you keep us up to date. Keep in touch. Live, I'll be back. We wish you all best. And Pesh, you definitely have a great future ahead of you. Thank you so much, Mike. And I look forward to being back. And I'd love to have you on Fumble Podcast. So we'll be in touch. The Mike Wagner Show is powered by Sonic Web Studios. If you're looking to start or upgrade your online presence, visit www.sonicwebstudios.com for all of your online needs. Call 1-800-303-3960 or visit us online at www.sonicwebstudios.com to get started today. Mention The Mike Wagner Show and get 20% off your project. Sonic Web Studios. Take your image to the next level. Hey everybody, my name is Forbes Riley and I'm an American actress and a TV host. And I was delighted when I got my copy of Missing, which is Extraordinary Relation of Ordinary People based on a real life relationship. It's just, it's well written, it's amazing. You know, it talks about a man who has lost his wife and his daughter, and it's very well done. I'm gonna highly recommend that you go get your copy of Missing. It is a powerful, exciting read. Mr. Mian Moshe Zia, he is the author of Missing. And I want to give a big shout out and a kiss all the way halfway around the world to my dear friend. Check him out at Mia's website. It's called www.miamotionzea.com. Missing. Available on Amazon. Again, I'm Forbes Riley, and I will see you again soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to The Mike Wagner Show. Brought to you by international award-winning author Mia Mosinzia of Missing and powered by Sonic Web Studios. Be sure to join us again on over 40 podcast platforms and, of course, on the MikeWagnerShow.com, HamiltonRadio.net, and Diamonds FM. Don't forget to support our program with a generous donation at the MikeWagnerShow.com. Thanks for listening. 